Hi, I'm Mason Dukacek, and I've got one question for you. How important is it to the success of your team to have motivated and inspired people coming to work every day? The answer is obvious, and some people will send their employees off to motivational seminars or bring motivational speakers in, which you know, have a place, but as a matter of usually 30, 60 days from now, if it lasts that long, you know, the, the excitement and buzz wears off and people go back to the way things were before. So if you don't want that to happen to you, I've got a couple ideas and suggestions, but I want to share with you a story that I think really highlights the importance of this. One of my best friends has two twins, and they're both very, very intelligent. And I'm going to guess they were third, fourth, third or fourth grade when this happened, but one was named Will, and he was in the top math group. Then Alex was not in the top math group, and I think was at the bottom or second to bottom math group. And again, these are two very, very intelligent kids. And my buddy was talking to his younger son, Alex, and he's like, you know, I don't understand why you're in this group. I know that you're plenty capable of, of doing this work and whatnot. And Alex is like, oh, I don't know, what, you know, whatever. And uh, so what my friend did was, he's just like, it doesn't make sense that Alex is in this group. So he starts giving him Will's homework, the harder stuff. and says, hey, you know, come here, Alex. We're going to work on some of this stuff. We're going to work on some of your math. Alex aced it, no problem, done, went out and played. So my buddy did it again. Alex aced the homework, no problem, wanted to go out and play. My buddy did this for a week, week and a half, and then he realized Alex knows all this stuff. So he talked to Alex and said, Alex, I want to let you know that, you know, obviously Will's in the top math group and you're nowhere near it, and I know that you're capable of doing this because I've been giving you your brother's homework and you've been getting it all right, and it hasn't been hard for you. So I think I'm going to have a conversation with your teacher and explain what's going on. And Alex was like, no, don't do that. No, Dad. He's like, whoa, 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 why not? Alex goes, you'll mess everything up, Dad. Don't you realize how easy I have it right now? That was that simple. Uh, Alex wasn't playing their game. He, the, the, all the other the teachers and, the parent, and his parents were all assuming that, well, Alex wants the recognition of being in the top top team, the top group, the, the, the number one math group. Alex didn't care about that. Alex wanted to go play with his buddies and goof off. He wanted to go have fun. He's like, he didn't care about this. Yeah, I just, what's, what do I need to do to be done with this stuff so I can go play? So, you know, it all boils down to, and, and, and why do I tell you this story? I said, because even as adults and as leaders and managers, it behooves us to be aware of what incentives motivate and inspire the people that work with us. And it helps a lot. So, you know, one of the ways to, to I guess, for anybody to start out with, and obviously, if you've followed any of my shows or, all, shows or materials at all, you know I'm a huge fan and written about it in my books, Like People Matter Most, about the importance of uh, pre-employment testing, screening for honest, reliable, drug-free employees with a work ethic who actually realize that a job is a privilege and an honest day's work for an honest day's pay. I'm also a big advocate for matching people's personalities to the job. So the job gives them what's most important. So, you know, as an employer, you know, step one, I, I believe is, you know, obviously screening for honest, reliable, drug-free employees with a work ethic and some basic skills. Second thing is, whether it's applicants or even existing employees, 
assess personality and compare it to the job so you can find out what inspires and motivates them. Find out what, what makes them tick. Uh, for example, um, what about um, you know, people that don't do that, leaders that don't do that, particularly when it comes to the personality stuff. You know, they may be taking someone who's got a very high social need, who's very extroverted and outgoing, and putting them in a cubicle where they don't have much interaction. Or the opposite. Maybe they've got someone who's very introverted and they're putting them out on the front lines, you know, like a Walmart greeter or something like that, or constantly dealing with customers um, on the phone or in person. And it's really the opposite of what motivates or inspires that person. Or maybe someone who, who's really motivated by a sense of security and stability. Throwing, oh, we'll, we'll motivate you with the commissions and, and bonuses. Yeah, they just really want security and stability. You know, if, once you know what makes them tick, you, as an employer, have the ability to focus on the type of rewards and incentives that will motivate and inspire them on a daily basis, not just like a rah-rah-rah type thing. Um, or, you know, a lot of times I'll see managers like, oh, we're going to create these competitive contests. Well, you know what? If you have employees that really aren't that competitive or just really want to contribute as part of the team, you may actually be doing more damage than you're doing good. So... Again, um, one of the things that I would encourage you to do if you want to motivate, inspire, and engage your employees is always keep in mind what, um, and if you don't know, dig in and find out, you know, what inspires them, what incentives uh, matter to them, and why. And once you know that, and you've got people with good work ethic um, and reliable folks with basic skills, I mean, the sky's the limit. So anyway, hope that story is helpful and meaningful to you and um, we'll see you soon.